boy, we've been everywhere this morning. From, yeah. the, from the clam bake up in Monterey at Pebble mm-hmm. Beach, mm-hmm. AT&T, to uh, Athlons out in Mesa, Arizona. We were in North Carolina early yeah. this morning. Well, covering it all, and now we're going to Ohio, huh? Have you been to Kenton? I have not, and uh, so many millions have, and uh, another one on the bucket list. want to welcome David Baker. He's the president of the National Football League Hall of Fame yeah. and Museum. How are you doing, David? Hey, gentlemen, good to be with you, and I would love to have you in Canton at the most inspiring place on earth. Yeah, it's got to be. You know, it's not about me, uh, David. It's about you this morning. But I had the pleasure of working uh, for the old cowboy, Gene Autry, and uh, we were the flagship radio station of the Rams for many years, and uh, we got to uh, travel a great deal. And what a great country and what a great uh, league the National Football League has been and is. And we're just really so close to uh, so many uh, officials around the league. It's great. Uh, I, I tell you, this has been a great year for the National Football League, and I know there's been controversies in recent years, but I really give a lot of credit to the commissioner, to the owners, uh, coaches, players, the union, uh, the officials, the officials' union, the networks. Uh, you know, they did a spectacularly courageous job yeah. uh, that required enormous uh, logistical teamwork. And, you know, Ohio State back here, uh, their one team canceled three games. Uh, you know, a lot of the Pac-12 team, you know, canceled games out there. Right. Uh, the NFL played 256 games. They had to play sometimes on Tuesday night, on Wednesday night, on Friday night, which they'd never done before. Mm-hmm. But they got in every game. They began their season on time. They ended it on time. Uh, you know, played all the playoff games in the Super Bowl. And they did it in a manner that was safe and responsible. And to me, that is a huge message to the rest of the country that uh, if all these guys can huddle up and do this together, and the disparate interests, sometimes competing interests, then maybe we can get our economy going again. And there's hope that we can educate our kids and uh, make advances in healthcare and lots of other good stuff just by learning how to work together. You know, um, I always look forward to uh, the ceremony every single year um growing up with so many especially of uh, this year's class 2021 class uh they all have so many you know they have their own individual stories and 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 we all have just waited for this day to come and i mean uh, i'm so excited about it and i gotta ask you though david because it's so interesting how you do this. Um, the knocking on the door is just so I, – I absolutely love it. Who, whose idea was this? It's become a phenomenon every year. Well, I'll tell you, the first year I did it was uh, 2014. I'd been here a couple months, uh-huh. uh, was the new president of the Hall of Fame, and we had determined that we were going to introduce the class to we, – we'd bring all the finalists, which meant 18 of them, uh, to New York, and we would introduce them – live on stage at Radio City Music Hall for the honor show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we went long that day, so I had to call, make, start making calls. And uh, I called Michael Strahan because he lives in New York, and we had to get him across town. I called Derek Brooks because uh, I knew Derek and kind of regarded him as a friend, and I just wanted to tell my buddy he'd made the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. My third call was to Ray Guy, uh, the longtime punter for the Oakland Raiders, who'd been eligible for 29 years. Wow. And uh, he almost didn't answer the phone because I'm Mary Code 714, and he was looking for 330 for Canton. Um, but when I said, uh, Ray, this Dave Baker, the new president of the Hall of Fame, 
he had that slow Southern Mississippi draw. I said, yes, sir. Uh, and I said, Ray, it is my great pleasure. And gentlemen, I got that far, and I could hear him fall to the ground. Uh -huh. I could hear his phone rattling around. I could hear his wife going, honey, baby, are you okay, sweetheart? Are you all right? <laughs> and I'm thinking I killed my first Hall of Famer. <laughs> and and, and it's, it's, it's like two long minutes. I thought about hanging up. Yeah. And, and finally he gets you know, up and he grabs his phone and he says, hey, I apologize. I'm not sure I understood until now how much this meant to me. Uh -huh. and, and I think right then we knew we had to find a way where fans understand that. Yeah. How much they love the game, what it is about their journey, and then as we went along, and you know, kind of like you know, this last year when COVID prevented us from getting them to the Super Bowl, so we went to them. Uh -huh. We also learned that it's not just about the fans having that reaction, but how do we create a special moment for these legends who provided so many special moments for all of us? And, and so it has kind of evolved, but I think it. Uh, if you really want to know, we probably borrowed it from the Bible, where it says that we might go to heaven and maybe God will tell us, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm -hmm. uh, I think for these guys to be affirmed uh, that their journey, uh, the adversity, the challenges that they faced, uh, it's almost like saying, well done, guys, mm -hmm. really good job. We're speaking and, and it, you know, the, 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 the saying is that if you're, you know, if you want to make a grown man cry, you you know, tell him he's going to Canton, Ohio. Uh, we have collected a lot of tears on some of these trips. Sure, sure. yeah. D David Baker, uh, president of the Hall of Fame mm -hmm. and Museum in Canton. Uh, t tell us how uh, the, the uh, museum actually got to Ohio. I'm sure there are a lot of people around the country that would have loved to have it uh, in their hometown. <laughs> how did that happen? Sure. You know, it's interesting because in September 17th of 1920, in downtown Canton, Ohio, uh, there was a group of 10, I think it was 14 guys, 10 teams. Uh, it was George Hallis, uh, you know, who, you know, uh, was the owner of the Bears, but I, th I think, think he was, uh, you know, he was there with another team. It was, it was uh, Jim Thorpe. Uh, they met at the car dealership, a Hupmobile car dealership, <laughs> for a guy named Ralph Hay. And they decided to form this thing that called the National Football League. It, it wasn't, it, at the time, I think it was called the Ameri American Professional Football Association. But it, it, two years later, it became the National Football League. And I don't think they had any understanding what they were about to get into mm. or what they were going to grow and do this incredible thing that's become America's passion. But I do know that it started in the immediate aftermath of the 1918 and 1919 pandemic for the Spanish flu. Hmm. And, and so there's some real interesting parallels here. And uh, when the NFL decided to uh, have a place where they could kind of uh, archive all their history and keep the legacy of these great legends alive, uh, the people of Canton stepped up and say, hey, be here because this is and uh, that's why uh, you know we are in Canton, Ohio. We've got Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium, which is a, a just a world-renowned small venue. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we are privileged to kick off every season for the NFL right there in Canton. I love it. Uh, you know, getting back to um, the 2020 class, um, 
When is that enshrinement going to be taking place? Because, you know, with COVID, it all kind of went to, you know what? Yeah, it, 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 I tell you, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. I do think this is going to be the greatest gathering in football ever. Yeah. Because what we're going to do, our, our phrase is that we're going to have twice the fun in 21. Yep, yep. And it may be 10 times the fun. Uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to we'll start on Thursday night with the same game we were going to have the uh, Cowboys and the Steelers. Okay. Uh, then we're going to on Friday night we'll have the Gold Jacket dinner hmm. uh, for really both classes, the Centennial class of 2020 and the class of 2021. Okay. Uh, on Saturday we have the parade. That, believe it or not, is the fifth biggest parade in the United States. Uh, we'll then have uh, <laughs> the class of 2020. Uh, the Centennial class will be enshrined on Saturday night. On Sunday night, we'll enshrine the class of 2021, and then we always have a concert for legends to close it out. Love but it. it's going to be a, a heck of a good time. Um, fans can get their tickets by going to profootballhof.com. Okay. Um, I got a question, uh, and, and it's interesting. I want to know how similar it might be. One of our dear, dearest friends is Tim Mead of the Baseball Hall of Fame, and it's interesting. He's always educated us on how the process takes place on voting and all that good stuff, how these legends really get um, into the Hall of Fame. How does it work for the the football players? How, how does this work? Well, let, let, let me say first, Tim's a good guy, and I'm glad he – made that move from the Angels to Cooperstown because uh, I think the game is in great hands. For there you him, go. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but, but, uh, he might not like the weather quite as much, but, uh, uh you know, I, I, I know the game's in good hands with Tim there. Um, for us, what we do is we work all year round on this. We'll, we'll, we'll begin immediately after enshrinement and we have three committees, the contributors committee, the coaches committee and the seniors committee. Um, in order to get into the Hall of Fame, you have to have a waiting period of five years. Okay. And then you're eligible for 20 years before you become a senior. And and, um, and so it's one of those things where, you know, we're getting those committees right away. Then we distribute all kinds of uh, materials to our 48 elite selectors. They're guys like Peter Keene from Sports Illustrated or Sal Palantonio from USA Today or... Uh, Jared, Jared Bell from USA Today, Sal Antonio from ESPN. And, and, uh, they vote to get the top, down to the top 100 nominees, and any fan can nominate someone. Then we get it down to 25, then we get it down to 15, we add in the three senior categories, and that's 18. And, and we say that those 18 go into the room, and it's an all day meeting where, uh, the, the, generally the media, representative of the town that that person's from, uh, you know, gets to make a presentation for them. And then there's a debate, but it, it, it has taken at different times, 10, 12, 13 hours. And it is hotly debated. Uh, these guys are extremely focused on it and responsible with the discussion. Uh, everything that happens in that room is confidential. And then the, uh, auditing firm of, uh, Ernst and Young, uh, provides me an envelope at the end of the vote and I'm always surprised as to who might be in there. <laughs> and from there we you know, knock on the door we get them to Canton and we promise them to guard their legacy forever. Well, I, wonder, I wonder if Ray Guy knows that whole process. <laughs> <laughs> 
he does now, and he's got a gold jacket. And that's one of the great things about it is it, it doesn't matter if you waited one year, if you're first ballot Hall of Famer, yeah. or you waited 45 years like Jerry Kramer. Yeah. Uh, you know, when when I knocked on Jerry Kramer's door, uh, he looked at me and said, "Man, you are the most beautiful thing I've seen in a long time." <laughs> yeah. And if you know me. Uh, you know, I'm about six nine, four hundred pounds, and what he said ain't true. <laughs> but uh, but once you're in, you're in, yeah. and you're in forever. The great Deacon Jones had a saying that mm-hmm. this is a team that you can't be cut from, you can't be created from, yeah. you can't even die from this team. This team's forever. Yeah, great, great, yeah. great Ram legend, old friend. Loving it. Um, keeping it alive every year, and looking forward to this year's could be one of the greatest ever. Uh, appreciate what you do. And uh, last but not least, for all of our listeners around the country, um, talk about how they could visit um, the Hall of Fame um, and uh, see for themselves. Sure. Uh, you know, I would direct them to our website, okay. profootballhof.com. Okay. It, it is all about getting tickets to the hall. There's all kinds of features nice, uh, so that they can virtually visit it as well. Um, but the enshrinement itself is going to be August 5th through the 9th. Okay, And I think there's a very good possibility that we might have the first full stadium for football uh, in two years mm-hmm. and should be uh, just a great event, a great way to kick off the NFL season. And, and frankly, at that moment, help bring America together so that we can get, a, get back on the road to a totally full, complete recovery. No doubt about it. David, thank you for your time. We look forward to meeting you. Take care. Thanks, gentlemen. We appreciate it. God bless. All right. It's the uh, president of the National Football League Hall of Fame and Museum out mm-hmm. in Canton, Ohio this morning. Yeah, it's good to hear, though, the game, the Hall of Fame game will hopefully take place with possibly fans. That'd be interesting in August, and they're going to combine the 2020 and 21 uh, classes. Steelers and Cowboys? Hey, now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, more to come. Keeping it real here on Living the Good Life, huh? Ah! 